Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland, featuring Rob Bro. Well, good morning, West Texans. All you good, fine, friendly folks out there who wish you were, you got Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland, featuring Rob Bro. We'll take you from morning to afternoon. We'll go to 1 o'clock today in the Arctic Air Studios as you listen in on ESPN 960 in San Angelo. Talk 103.9 FM News Money Sports here in the Hubaplex. A lot going on today. We'll uh, always talk food around Raiderland. We make it official on Tuesdays. Best thing ever ate at Tip Cooking Channel. We'll tie that one into the Super Bowl as well. We also have a regulation Super Bowl hype for you. Texas Tech basketball to look at as they get ready for Oklahoma State. And then it is two-word Tuesday. You could you could be texting, I guess, already on any of these subjects, even though you don't know any of the questions. 806-855-3712. That's 806-855-3712 to get in. Must use the 806 or it goes to an angry man in Florida who will not respond to you, and he hates sports and he uh, hates our bosses, too, for some unknown reason. Uh, so we got all that going on today. You could be listening on the apps. You probably are. That's cool. we got just scads of people doing it every day. If you don't have the app, go to kkm.com, download it, turn on the notifications so we can let you know what's going on when you need to know what's going on. Uh, you can follow the uh, station on Twitter at Talk1039. Me, I'm just Ryan Hyatt, at Ryan Hyatt Media on Twitter. The show never ends. We come back with the daily broadcast. Around 6.30-ish in the evening, highly interactive online presentation. Summing up the day with you. If you miss anything, check out our website, theraiderland.com. He's Rob Bro at Rob Bro Show on Twitter. Host of the Rob Bro Show, Monday through Friday, 1 to 2 on Talk 103.9 FM. He is a king of hat of the day. He pulses the people. A third of the gambling gauchos. A busy man with lots going on. Happy Tuesday to you. Happy Tuesday. Where were you when the cold front came back through last night? Man. It, uh, it announced, chilly this morning. announced its presence with authority uh, there last evening. You grief. And, what, what, and it's going to be back to like 70 or something maybe over the weekend. I don't know. That's It's Hopefully. what we're doing right it's now. 80 yesterday. Yeah. 80 to 42 is uh, not doing well for my throat. And, and I noticed, yeah, and I noticed that this morning when I got into my truck and I, the AC was on. Yep. So I got a nice blast of that this morning uh, to start the day, but... The day did get started. Uh, let's get the uh, show started today with you guys. We got a lot of a lot of things happening. Uh, as we said, uh, here's the Super Bowl hype question. We're required by FCC regulations to engage in Super Bowl hype, or we uh, we don't get to be uh, an accredited sports radio program. This one's uh, pretty easy, I think. Give us the past Super Bowl you most would have liked to have attended. Your I was there moment. Maybe one with your favorite team. Maybe one that doesn't involve your favorite team. An historical moment, a great game. Maybe it was the city that I, you know, I don't, I don't know what the parameters are for you, but what would be your I was there moment if you could go back and be at any of the previous fifty-five, six Super Bowls? What are we up to now? I have lost. I'm not even sure I know what number this Super Bowl is. They should have thought about this, by the way, Rob, in the in the late '60s when they started using the Roman numerals. Right. Because it's like everybody was cool with the first 10 or 12 or so. You get up there. And then when it got around 20, you kind of started to have a think. Because you, now you got X's and I's and V's. Who was, the, who was the old Roman dude that decided this would be a good idea? 
And I guess uh, it's kind of cool that they continue to do that, that that's the Super Bowl thing. But, uh, yeah, it's hard for me to even keep track well, now. Now, hold on, because they used to do it because they made cool logos. Right. Now every logo is the same. Yeah. So you don't the need it Super anymore. Bowl logo. Well, but it's just the so silver you get rid numbers. Of it. Yes. Just put the number. Yes. If you're not going to do a cool logo, like, about the city... Yeah. And have it special. Man, they used to do some really good ones. Yeah, but now it's just the it's like the Lombardi trophy in Roman numerals. Yeah. Just silver with a with a bevel. So it had to become an emoticon or an emoji or whatever the hell it is that they uh, call those things. I think it's just a lazy logo. Yeah. Well, it's not an emoticon. It's a lazy logo. Past Super Bowls you'd most like to have attended, which one and why? 806-855-3712. Uh the uh question of the day this 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 coming Sunday is a special day for a lot of food items. I mean, this is where they shine. There are other days that court greatness with them, but truly, Super Bowl Sunday does feature quite a few menu items that um, hey, they live all year for this. Of course, we're talking today, give us uh, your favorite dips. From bean dips to hummus, store-bought to homemade, the best dips... Which dips will make your Super Bowl table? Yeah, I know, Rob, you're a you're, uh, culinary genius. You, you're not afraid to make your own dips at any given moment. That's you true. You can just bust out and, and, and make, a, make a dip of any kind. So you're giving me the, the, the like, a good uh, French onion dip. I love, I'll, yeah, French onion, high Solid. on my list. If I'm going Super Bowl dips, I I skew warm dips and not cold dips. Interesting. Yeah, uh, I'm like a buffalo chicken dip. I can go either direction on the on the temperature of the dip or queso. Yeah, queso a dip or is queso queso? Queso's a dip. Yeah, you're dipping stuff. You're dipping stuff it. into it. You know, not double dipping. Hopefully, so it's it's today is the day for the dips to shine. Maybe it's guacamole. Like I said, French onion, good onion dip, homemade dips. Seven layer dip, not six, not six, seven layer dip. It's a beautiful day for the dips. What do you got? And if you do have like some homemade dips that you really like to do, um, pass along the little recipe. Yeah, it's, it's not hard to do. Like if you wanted to do the knockoff uh, Caso Lay green sauce, it's not hard to do. Oh yeah, it's really easy. I like the uh, Erdez, uh green sauce yeah. to mix in there. That's that's the one of uh, that I would prefer if we were making that. That sounds kind of good right now, too. Yeah. Oh, well, maybe after the show. Uh, it is also Two Word Tuesday as you text in 806-855-3712 on our Super Bowl hype question, the uh, past Super Bowl you most would have liked to have attended, and uh, it's a dip day uh, here in Raiderland. Two Word Tuesday uh, is this. Give us two words to describe Mark Adams' future at Texas Tech as head men's basketball coach. Rob, it's safe to say I think we're at a serious crossroads right now with this program that a lot of the behind-the-scenes stuff that you and I have been aware of, many other people, not just us, me and Rob, we're the only ones who do. Right. We're the only one. It's beginning to spill over into the public. And it's not just random people. It's some of the highest levels of donors and supporters of Texas Tech uh, that they have begun speaking freely. They have begun uh, posting things. There's a a popular message board for Texas Tech fans, uh, RedRaiderSports.com. That's a Rivals board, isn't it? Yes. Is it Rivals? Okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Where you have seen 
again, some of the most high-profile people just come out and say, this is a disaster, that uh, Mark Adams isn't working well and playing well with others, that the money is, is going away unless some changes are made. It's a mess, Rob. And it, as we sit here today at 11.12 on a Tuesday, on the 7th day of February, I see almost zero chance that Mark Adams will continue on as the head coach of Texas Tech beyond this season. Yeah, you have two options. Push through. Right. Or make a change. It, it just looks like it's not going to work for a lot of different reasons. Not one single reason may be trumping all the others, but it seems we're at a crossroads right now. That I have watched these things play out before, and I know how they end, and it doesn't end well. Now, if you're Kirby Hocutt, you've got a mess on your hands. Because in today's age, donors are more important than they've ever been. In the era of NIL... Your donors, your top-flight money people, they are now the lifeblood of your athletics programs. Bottom line, pure and simple. If the NIL ain't right, you're not going to be right in any program. And that goes, Rob, that may go double for uh, men's basketball right now. Because high-level men's college basketball, which is what Texas Tech fans would like to see this program play at, is uh, it's a defunct, not a defunct, it's a de facto NBA. It is a professional sports league now. That if you don't have two hundred fifty thousand for a player, if you don't have four hundred twenty-five thousand for a player, if you don't have that kind of cachet, or just cash, homie, you're in a world of hurt. And if those people that write those checks turn away from your program, you don't have a program anymore. It's just that simple. And I fear, I believe that that's where we are today with Texas Tech men's basketball. I don't see a path forward for Mark Adams. Yeah. What you're talking about is a dangerous road. But it's not just the money. And it's not just the one and nine. No. And it's not just the the other rumors and... Uh, Things going on off the court. It's not just, you know, the the basketball infighting that we heard about in Maui that was allegedly overblown. It's not just this. It's not just that. It's everything. Yeah. It's the totality of it all. But again, you have two, two roads here, right? You either push through, give Mark Adams all the power and... Say, hey, you can find your own, you can do this, you can get your own recruits and get your own uh, transfers in, or you can play nice with the money. And playing nice with the money probably means you're not here anymore. Right. At least as we sit here today, that seems to be the landscape. And you can you can take that approach if you're 9-1 and one in Big 12 play, but if you're 1-9 and nine in Big 12 play that's kind of tough to make that stand two word tuesday you give us two words mark adams future at texas tech 806-855-3712 it's dip day in honor of the super bowl give us your favorite dips and then super bowl height the past super bowl you most would have wanted to have attended 
for an I was there moment. We started off on the text line, 806-855-3712. Doughboy here going around Austin, headed to Corsicana. Can I do it? Corsicana. Uh, update from the cruise and highlight of visiting Key West. Went to Captain Tony's and had a uh, Mike Leach favorite. Three olives, grape, vodka, and water. Was different but good. And then he's got the picture there at Captain Tony's and the uh, the uh, Mike Leach, you know, bar stool that hangs from the rafters there now. Uh, Doughboy, my crack dip, sour cream, ranch seasoning, shredded cheese, bacon pieces, dip with Frito dip chips. You have me. Uh, two words for uh, Mark Adams' future. Adams bleak, says the uh, texter. Uh, let's see. Texter. <laughs> I've been craving millionaire pie since December. Probably turn it into a dip with graham crackers. Dessert dip is a thing, right? I concur. Just make a pie. <laughs> I think. Are you are to, you dipping the pie? Are you dipping, dipping the graham the pie? crackers into the into the pie? But you just make the pie with no crust. Yeah. And then it's a dip. I applaud their. <laughs> I applaud their effort to conform to the dip question sure. today and say yeah. okay so what is a dip well you got to dip something in it i'm just you can dip a graham cracker into the whole thing no i'm not saying they're wrong i just am trying to comprehend yeah texter uh two word tuesday happy trails and womble has shown no support for mark adams see we talked about that lat since when though see that's an unfair statement well, now that we're saying real names, that, that's unfair because he showed an incredible He's, amount of support. Well, he expressed his frustration most recently. I know, but... It, so he has... I think you could put him in the category of he he has lost his support, perhaps. Yeah, but... Sure, yeah. yes. But it's not like he didn't have an incredible amount of support for the years prior. Right. Or got him the job. Yeah. Help to make that happen. So, and again, this is who you wanted, Tech fans, right? Kirby Hokut, Lawrence Skuvenek, Doctor Lawrence Skuvenek. They delivered who you wanted because he didn't get on the plane. So this, if this thing goes haywire, and it looks like it is right now, it looks like it's going haywire. Everybody's kind of got a little dirt on them on the hire. 806-855-3712. Got to take our first time out of the day. It's Super Bowl hype, the past Super Bowl you'd most like to have attended. Which one and why? Use the 806. Make sure we get it. Let's talk some let's talk some dips. Best store-bought, best homemade. What makes your Super Bowl table this weekend? 806-855-3712. Eleven twenty-three. You got Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. Take you to one o'clock here in the Arctic Air Studios as you listen in on San Angelo's ESPN nine sixty, and here in the Ubbleplex Talk one hundred three point nine FM News Money Sports. Question of the day: Super Bowl time. Which dips make your Super Bowl table? It's maybe the greatest day of the year for dips. Like I said, I'm by the fan, way a fan of Chipotle hummus. In case anybody's wondering, I, I, I fought it for a long time. And then I finally had some of the hummus. 
and I've been missing out on the hummus. Chipotle hummus, good. Store-bought to homemade, your favorite dips. What uh, what do you got for us today? Super Bowl hype question. Uh, past Super Bowl you'd most like to have attended. Maybe it involves your favorite team. Maybe it's historical. Maybe uh, just whatever that would be. That you could go back to one. Which one would you go back to? Uh, and then it is to our Tuesday today. Mark Adams' future at Texas Tech. A legitimate question to be asking, we believe, at this time. Record aside or otherwise. 806-855-3712. Texters are on the text line doing their texting thing. Uh, texter goes with queso and skinny dipping. It's always the people you don't want to be skinny dipping that are out there skinny dipping. It's like the rule at a baseball game. The first guy to take off his shirt at a baseball game is exactly the guy you probably don't want taking off his shirt. Harry Carey. Texter, uh, so does just a new coach revive the NIL boosters, or does it have to be a certain name? Good question. Um, Every coach hire, going back to the history of whatever, has been filtered through certain boosters at a school. Now, they may not get their guy, but they're, they're, th- this was before NIL, well, well, long before NIL. Right. And it'll, and, and it'll always be that way. Here's the interesting point, though. You have NIL this year, yeah. a lot of it, a good amount. Probably more than most of the schools in the Big 12. Agreed. And, and you're one in nine. Mm-hmm. So do you want a coach who comes in here and just commands a bunch of NIL and that's how he operates? It's just the NIL. The NIL is the most important. Yeah, or maybe maybe just spend it better, like a general manager with a salary cap who just you know didn't, didn't, didn't identify, didn't choose, didn't spend it better. Or just goes finds guys who wants to play basketball and not just come here for the money. Right. That could be handy, too. Looking at you, Iowa State. Biggest NIL deal at Iowa State, rumored to be $17. That's not factual. But 17 bucks goes a long way in Ames. Yeah, it does. I've been there. Plainsman in Dallas texting in, Tour Tuesday, inevitable demise. And another texter going with uh, homemade salsa, tomatoes, onion, green chilies, jalapenos, and the garlic salt. Also uh, saying this season reminds me of the last year of Myers and Dickey. Sadly, there's a little bit of that feel, you know. The slide for both of those coaches was uh, a slow slow inevitable this has been a quick and i'm saying inevitable after the texture did this one has been quick for many different reasons a lot of different reasons it's been much much more much more quickly that's not the right way to say it much quicker um turnaround of fortunes than what you saw with uh with dickie and myers and i and I, i will still maintain and I and people have agreed with me and disagreed with me over the years. I think that James Dickey could have got it turned around. That I, I really think Dickey could have survived the NCAA reductions. The I, I think he could have steadied that. And one of the biggest reasons would have been the United Supermarkets Arena coming online. That he uh, he coached in that what two seasons one season. 99-90, maybe was the only season he coached in. 90-91, uh, okay, so two seasons. I, I think that would have helped. Yeah. But you had just opened a 
500-seat arena. Attendance was abysmal on the men's side. There was a lot of frustration. I'm not saying that the the firing of Dickey was wrong. Don't get me don't get me wrong on that. But I do think that he he could have had if the situation had been different. I think he, he might have been able to turn that thing around. Gerald, on the other hand, it was it was it was absolutely time. On the comparisons there, texters are on the text line. Uh, going uh, with the uh, guacamole dip with green chili. Who is this? Dean's? Yeah, I think the company is Dean's that makes a lot of those dips. They've got a good guacamole type dip. Uh, (laughs) Super Bowl dip. It don't matter what y'all make and go heavy on the bacon. You could use the bacon if it's crispy to dip. Interesting. Hmm. I'm going to mispronounce this. Uh, Fresh lingua. Refried beans and chorizo, sausage, egg, and cheese from Breakfast Underground. Lingua? 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 L-E? I don't know. I thought you were saying something French and Uh, then it was, uh, uh, sounded. Then it ends up being Spanish. I don't know. I don't know. Lingua, maybe. I don't speak Spanish. Store bought dips, homemade dips. What makes your Super Bowl table this week? Two word Tuesday. Mark Adams, future at Texas Tech. We got Super Bowl hype. Past Super Bowls or Super Bowl, you'd most like to have attended. What would be your I was there moment? 806-855-3712 to get in on the text line. Quick bottom of the hour break. It's Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. Eleven thirty-four. You got Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. Take you to one o'clock in the Arctic Air Studios as you listen in on ESPN nine sixty in San Angelo. Talk one hundred three point nine FM News Money Sports in Lubbock. Don't forget the Rob Bro Show rolls your way one to two Monday through Friday on Talk one hundred three point nine FM. So if you're outside the area, get the app for KKM from KKM.com. You can keep right on listening and texting eight zero six eight five five three seven one two on the text line. Super Bowl hype question today. Past Super Bowl you'd most like to have attended. The I was there moment. What would it be? Would it be a historical moment? Uh, would it involve your favorite team or not? You tell us. Uh, we also asked today, we're talking dip. Best store-bought to homemade dips. Give us your dip recipes. What dips will be on your Super Bowl table? It is the day of the dip. And there are so many good dips to choose from. You said during the open, Rob Bro, more of a hot dip, temperature-wise. Kind of guy. I'm. I can go uh, go either direction on that. A good cold dip. Where are you on the? Uh, you like the spicy ranch? Did you say buffalo? You said buffalo chicken. I think maybe your buffalo ranch on one of your dips. Yeah, the the buffalo chicken dip. Uh, how do you make yours? Uh, chicken. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you can do canned chicken or just pulled chicken, boiled chicken, whatever you want. Any, any type of yeah. Chicken of the sea. Shredded chicken. Uh, buffalo sauce, cream cheese, and then maybe like a, some mo- a handful of mozzarella in there and bake it off. Yeah. Buffalo chicken dip. I like it. I'm in favor of it. Yeah. I endorse it. Let's make it. 806-855-3712. Uh, on the uh, Super Bowl hype question, past Super Bowl, 
for me, I don't know, it it might be too easy to say, but it'd be kind of cool to be able to say you were at the first Super Bowl in a game that wasn't sold out at the Los Angeles Coliseum, wasn't called the Super Bowl, it was the AFL-NFL World Championship, to which uh, one of the players, I think it was for... I think it was for Kansas City. I can't remember which player said what. Did who did who did who did Green Bay beat from uh, uh, Europe to get here? Some some line like that. Um, oh yeah, televised by uh, what was it? NBC and ABC. You had two two networks televising the first one, and they had to do the second half kickoff twice because. And I'm not sure whether it was ABC or NBC. One of them wasn't back from commercial. So they kick it off, and then the officials come running out there, and some guys are running out there and say, we got to do it again. They weren't back. And you think the officiating was bad uh, there in the uh, AFC title game? Good grief. Had to do the Super Bowl kickoff twice. I wonder how many prop bets that would have screwed up these days. 806-855-3712. Two-word Tuesday topic, Mark Adams' future at Tech. We give you a topic every Tuesday. You give us two words to describe it like a headline, then you can go more in-depth and in-detail. Texter, texting in, so are you two saying Adams has to go to get the program heading in the right direction again? Can you detail any of the rumors about the coach as I'm in the dark? Uh, I'm not going to address any of the personal rumors. Now, some off-the-court issues seem to be bubbling up to the surface now as you have high-profile donors speaking out in message board forums as themselves about problems with Adams, working with donors, um, getting crossways with people who have names on their building and who provide a lot of the money. Uh, so, you know, that is part of it. We go back to what was a disastrous trip to Maui where the discord within the team, within the program, was so high that uh, apparently they had to have a, a come-to-Jesus meeting within the athletic department. So that's part of it. Now, are, are, are we saying, I'm not going to speak for Rob Bro. Rob Bro has a show from eleven from uh, 1 to 2. Well, really 11 to 2, let's be honest. I'm saying right now, I don't see how this program can continue forward with Mark Adams as the head coach because I don't think anything is going to drastically, fundamentally change. If that's what you're looking for, I'll give you that today, that I don't see how this resolves itself in any form or fashion other than I think Texas Tech is going to have to make a change at head coach. To me, we, we're, re- we're reaching that point. And it's not just the one win in Big 12 play. It is, as we said earlier, it's a totality. It's a totality that I just don't think is going to work. And sometimes it just doesn't work. I completely underestimated the impact of losing... Players like uh, McCuller, Shannon Jr., Kyler, completely misunderstood and misanalyzed the impact that they had on that team last year from a culture standpoint. Because it, it sure looks like the culture's gone, and it, and it went with them out the door. That Mark Adams wasn't the culture guy. And you know what? We've talked about this for a long time, about Chris Beard being a culture guy. Everything about Tech basketball was Chris Beard culture guy. Not Chris Beard X's and O's guy. Chris Beard culture guy. In addition to doing some pretty decent recruiting. Yeah, and the the X's and O's meshed so well with that culture, it was a perfect storm. 
at the time. Yeah. Especially when you had the talent to run it. Yep. I'll let you address that if you want to on your show today. What? Oh, the the texts are saying, so are you two saying that you've got to make a change for tech to get better? No, uh, but donors have said that. Yeah. People a hell of a lot more important than you and I. Yeah. Uh, we're not saying anything. I'm not saying anything. I am. Hyatt has said his own piece. Yeah. Um, I don't, I'm not trying to fire anybody, but there are obviously some things that need to be corrected to get back going in the right direction. You are not in the right direction right now. If you believe you made a mistake and it becomes apparent that you've made a mistake, address the mistake. We've got to get out of this mindset of three and four years and you don't hold an employee around that long in your business if you run one. If you're a manager, you don't do that. Sports is no different. This is a business. It's a very big business. If you don't think it's going to work at any at any moment, then you ought to make a change. It's okay to make changes. It's okay to go, this isn't working. I don't think it's going to work. Right? That's fine to say that. It's, it's just life. It's one thing to say it and another thing to do it. Yeah. The ones who do it quicker, I think, are the ones who are going to benefit moving forward in this sports landscape. Texter, the one thing that I absolutely don't want to hear is that this basketball mess is on Hocut. Let's be honest. Adams was not hired. He was elected by the fan base, and it was a damned landslide. You guys are correct. It's not just wins and losses. Numerous issues. That No way that we could see this coming. Now, hold on. Hold on. Hold the, hold the horses there, all right? Yeah. Hocut knew a lot of stuff was going on last year. And extended that son of a gun after a Sweet 16. Right. Hocut's in this position because Hocut put himself in this position in a lot of ways. Yeah. Okay. I still maintain that was an extent. You can talk about the extension of the Rays. I think that's just bringing the head basketball coach position at Texas Tech on par. Now, did you have to do it or not? You know. You could have just paid him that. Yeah. And, and not I, extended. And now you have $7 million yeah. uh, hanging out there. But another thing, Kirby Hocutt is a, a grown man and has been an executive at Texas Tech for over a decade. Yep. Coaching hires are on him. It is his yes. fault. That's how it works. He's the athletic director. That That is, if the, if it's the head coach's problem when a team struggles, it's the athletic director's problem when a team struggles, when a coach struggles. That's how it works. Yeah. He's the top of the chain. At any given point, he could have said no during the hiring process. He's the CEO, whatever else. Now, he might have got steamrolled. He could have said, no, Dr. Skuvenek, I, I won't sign off on this. No to the search committee. He could have said no. Even if he couldn't have. <laughs> that, that's just part of the job description. Get blamed for coaches. Yeah. Like, right? Yeah, that's what he, you do. And if he doesn't make a move or hasn't made a move, if you get that's the million dollar, if you get the million dollar raise because Tim Tadlock went to Omaha, and you're the athletic director, then you deal with this mess as well, right? Just like you deal with Marlene Stallings, just like you deal with um, oh my gosh, I just forgot the softball coach. Anyhow, Gregory, thank you, or the other one, or the other one. I'll finish the uh, texter because he was Sorry. complimenting us. You guys are correct. It's not just the wins and losses. 
It's numerous issues. There's no way we could see this coming. Adams has shot himself. Uh, <laughs> I think he meant foot, but he said fist. That's awful when you shoot yourself in the fist. Yeah. We're all responsible, uh, but we're all responsible for putting him in place to begin with from a washed-up guy. I, I will also say they did see this coming. And they allowed it to happen. So, when do you think they saw this coming? After they hired him. Okay. Now, I think we're talking about but at the before the, the hiring. But at the time of the hiring, they there were some issues on the table that they said, hey, you need to fix these if, if you want to be the head coach. And then, yep. have they been fixed? I don't know. Doesn't seem like it. Texter on the uh, Super Bowl they most would have liked to have attended. Dallas versus Miami, New Orleans for Dallas's first Super Bowl win. That would have been good, even though it was pretty darn uh, chilly on that one. Texter, if we uh, if we can't go forward with Adams, why not cut bait now? I think that's what I Hyatt think has been saying. That's what we're talking about here. You know, I think that's the decision that uh, that they're that they might be struggling with there at Texas Tech. What's your exit plan? Now it doesn't um, it doesn't help or hurt, I don't think, to allow him to finish the season. No, I think this season's done. I, and, and seriously, when I say right. that, it doesn't matter unless you just want to get a head start on trying to find a new coach. If that's your yeah, but you can your mindset. You can do that with him still coaching. Well, I know. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but a decision has to be made. Yeah. Now, if that decision has already been made behind the scenes and, and they are allowing it to play out, uh, fine. But, and again, I don't think that Mark Adams should be fired for the on-court struggles. I think a lot of that is natural. Uh, he put together a roster. It did not work. Right. That's going to happen in today's college basketball. You can't be 100%. Um, Happened to an extent for Chris Beard in his it, last couple of years. Yeah, he, they went 500. And you had a, a major injury with the guy you brought in to be the guy. Uh, and then Bacho having mono or whatever he has, it just has not come back to his level of play that he had early in the season. So there are some obvious issues here. And they went full on on the freshman train. And then had two injuries to their big men. They're thin. They've not had the production they thought they would have from a couple of guys. So, I I, I would not fire Mark Adams for a one and nine start in Big Twelve play. No, again, it would be the totality of everything and looking at it in, right. in different things, different scenario. But it's exactly the end game that Kirby Hokut faced with Matt Wells. Yeah, philosophical differences. Philosophical differences. Also, is this going to improve? That you have to sit there as an athletics director and say, is this going to get better? What reason do I have to believe it will? What reasons do I have to believe that it won't? But you have to, and that's how he assessed Matt Wells, and he didn't believe it was going to get better. Otherwise, he wouldn't have fired him in the season. He didn't believe that it was going to get on an upward trajectory. He finds himself, does Kirby Hokut, I believe, in the exact same spot right now with this basketball program. Much more quickly than anybody could have anticipated. Doesn't matter. You're still there. You're still there. 
All right, we got to take the time out. Uh, we will get back with you on the text line. Super Bowl hype today. Past Super Bowl you'd most like to have attended. What would be your I was there moment? Uh, two word Tuesday. Mark Adams future at Tech, and it's it's dip day. Had dip cooking channel best thing I ever ate. Give us your uh, favorite store bought or homemade dips. If homemade, give us a recipe. Which dips will make your Super Bowl table this weekend? Jam up the text line, 806-855-3712. Got one more segment left in hour number one of two. It's Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. The action update on Talk 1340. Check out VSIN's catalog of original podcasts, daily and weekly programming to keep you in the know when you're on the go. Only at VSIN.com. Now, here are the latest lines from my guys in the desert. Four top 25 men's basketball games tonight. Number 18, Indiana, home against number 24, Rutgers. The Hoosiers favored by four and a half. Rutgers plus 160 on the money line. Number 10, Marquette, on the road at number 21, Connecticut. The Huskies favored by three and a half at home. The Golden Eagles plus 150 on the money line. Number 17, TCU's on the road at number 12, Kansas State. TCU, a four and a half point underdog on the road, plus 160 on the money line. Number 22, NC State visits number eight, Virginia. The Cavaliers favored by seven and a half. The Wolfpack plus 275. Get the latest lines and more at vsin.com. Final segment, hour number one of two. Try and I, it's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. We got you till one o'clock in the Arctic Air Studios as you listen in on ESPN 960 in San Angelo. In Lubbock, Talk 103.9 FM News, Money Sports. Question of the day, Hat Tip Cooking Channel, best thing ever ate. Best store bought dip, best homemade dip. What's going to make your Super Bowl training table from bean dip to hummus? You a big bean, bean dip fan? Just the straight up bean dip? Uh. If you give me a little can of the 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 bee dip and the um, a bag of Fritos scoops, yeah. I would not be upset. I no. like the jalapeno bean dip. I'll never forget one of the first Big Twelve baseball tournaments. Uh, uh, a, a long time uh, and now, I think former Texas Tech uh, executive. I'm not going to say his name. Uh, we had an RV and it was fairly early in the morning. And he rolls in. He's got a, a bag of Fritos and bean dip and, he- and a six pack of Heineken and goes, "I brought breakfast." Yeah. Yep. Yes, you did. Yeah. Super Bowl hype, past Super Bowl you'd most like to have attended. Two-word Tuesday, Mark Adams' future at Tech. Give us two words to describe that today. Texter, uh, so who do you hire to replace him? Am I wrong to think we'll have to money whip someone to come try and write this ship? All right, I love this question. This is always a good question. I don't know who. I don't know who. I, but I'll tell you this. You'd have a lot of great applicants lining up to come make several million dollars a year to coach in the Big 12 with some of the finest facilities in the country, with a rabid fan base and support, and a proven ability to get to the national championship game. You ain't poor. I'll say this, Rob. There's not a sport at Texas Tech that if you had to go hire a coach, that money would be a stumbling block to get most coaches. Now, you're probably not going to go hire away Nick Saban for $12 million a year. We're not talking about that. They, you would, yeah, oh well. Uh, <laughs> texter, is the $17 in NIL money at Iowa State before or after the bridge tax? 
Bridge tax doubles it. Yeah. I hear some of them, like, you know, work at the bridge for part of their NIL yeah. type stuff that they greet people. Uh-huh. Like a casino greeter, you know, that, that they go over there and they just greet people. And, and people cross that bridge just across it. They're going nowhere. Right. They just walk across it and they come back. Mm-hmm. They'll drive over there in the afternoon. Hey, do you want to go across the bridge? Yeah. Well, what else are you doing in Ames? Yeah, it's the greatest pedestrian bridge in the Big 12. Maybe the world. Yeah. Texter Adams has not helped himself. Say we get rid of him, and who wants to come in? Again. Can, can I speak to that? Yeah, I did it. You can. All right. So let's say Adams is fired today. Right. No coach in America is sitting there saying, well, you know what? If I lose nine games in Big 12 play my first 10 in the second season, they might fire me. Yeah. If a guy says that, you don't want him. Yeah, well, first. In the interview, the guy should be saying, there's no chance in hell I'm losing 10 games in the Big 12. Hire me. I'm competitive. I have a drive. You're not going to need to fire me because I'm losing. You have a $30 million practice facility that's as good as anyone else in the conference. You have willing donors. If I, if I, uh, don't ice them out, you have plenty of NIL money. You've got athletes who have proven to come here. You have players in the NBA, several of them. Like, th- there's nothing here at Texas Tech. It's not 1990. Yeah, like, oh, well, nobody else would want to come if we fire a coach. Oh, this is the most competitive conference in the world. You want to come here to coach if you want to prove yourself. If you are a competitive human being, which most coaches are. There's a lot of money around Texas Tech. One of the best NIL programs. Really nice facilities. You play in the USA. Not to mention Raider Riot and the fans yeah. support. You literally check winning. every box right like, now in college basketball that a head coach would would write down and say, do I, do I have this, do I have that, do I have that? And the conference is only getting better. Yeah. With Houston and BYU and, and the other Gonzaga, yes. UConn, the Boston Celtics I hear are looking at maybe, so, maybe joining the Big 12 basketball. So only. don't give me that, well, who would want to come stuff? You are past that. Yes. Now, you might not have been past that in football, but you got Joey McGuire to come. That's worked out. Yeah. The basketball program is in a great spot. It can disappear quickly, but even if it disappears, you have everything else I just listed that's still in a great position. Indeed. One hour in, one hour to go. You guys get on the text line, 806-855-3712. Best dips today, bean dip, hummus, store-bought, homemade, Chipotle Ranch. Which dips will make your Super Bowl table this weekend? Send us recipes if you want to. Two-word Tuesday, topic Mark Adams, future at Tech. And give us the Super Bowl you'd most like to have attended in the past. 806-855-3712. Top of the hour break, Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland, featuring Rob Bro. Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland, a presentation of the Texas Town Square Media Network. Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland, featuring Rob Bro. Have you ever heard the expression, the customer is always right? Yeah. Yeah, well, here I am, the customer. That's not our policy. You have to order something from the lunch menu. 
I don't want lunch. I want breakfast. Yeah, well, hey, I'm really sorry. Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland. Welcome back. Hour number two, Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. Congrats to us. We've done it again. We've turned morning into afternoon with you fine folks as we sit here in the Arctic Air Studios. Y'all listen in on ESPN 960 in San Angelo and the Hubbleplex Talk 103.9 FM News, Money Sports, and you text in via 806-855-3712. He's Rob Bro at Rob Bro Show on Twitter, a third of the gambling gauchos, king of hat of the day, host of the Rob Bro Show, coming your way 1 to 2 this afternoon, every Monday through Friday on Talk 103.9. Now, I'm just Ryan Hyatt, at Ryan Hyatt Media. Uh, you can follow us there on our website, theraiderland.com, and, of course, uh, in the evening, the daily broadcast around 6.30ish. Uh, running topics and everything else that's going on today, two-word Tuesday, every Tuesday, we give you a topic. You give us two words to describe said topic. Uh, today's topic, Mark Adams' future at Tech. Rob, is it legal uh, to say embattled? Is Mark Adams in the embattled head coach at this point? Was that that too? No, far? I don't. I don't think so. Yet. No, not embattled yet. No, no. I don't really think he's faced a ton of criticism. Right. I mean, I, there's still a lot of support for Mark Adams. Yes, there is. Uh, question of the day: Give us your dips. What makes your Super Bowl table this weekend? It's the day of the dip. It should be National Dip Day. Yep. Store bought, homemade. Give us some good recipes. Anything and everything. Hot dips, cool dips. Your favorite salsa. You ever have a the pickle dip? Are you a fan of pickles? Uh, I don't think I've had it. I like pickles. It's just pickles and cream cheese, basically. Yeah, I think I've had that actually. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, where are you where are you going to go wrong? Right. With cream cheese and right blank. Yeah. Cream cheese and bacon. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's just cream cheese and yeah. pickles. Cream yeah. cheese and pickles. I could get behind that. Then if you if you take the cream cheese and pickles and then spread it on a piece of ham <laughs> and roll up the ham. Oh. Yeah. What if we just went straight to ham pickle? What if we pinwheels? just go straight to the prosciutto? Yeah, whatever. Yeah. That's just fancy ham. That's fancy ham. You get it at you your local to, United Market Street. I think you got to call the pickles like Cornish hens or something yeah. once you get in there. Uh, so Cornish hen? Mm-hmm. Not Cornish N. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a small bird. Yeah. Cornish Sean. Corn- do you uh do you ever dip pizza in uh, like ranch or anything? Do you yeah. do you know, yeah. not just the crust, I mean like the whole <laughs> yeah. going yes. there. Okay. Well it depends on the ranch. Uh Pinocchio's ranch I would just pour on the pizza. <laughs> just pour, get a plate of ranch. Forgot and about that the, place. Yeah, oh yeah. Super Bowl hype question. Past Super Bowl you would have most liked to have attended? Maybe your favorite team, maybe a historic Super Bowl. Like Super Bowl three, would be cool to be able to say, yeah, I was there, man. I saw Joe Namath beat the Colts, run off the, uh, co- off the court, off the floor, waving one finger. You right in there? Well, my bad. Text just, on the text. the off button on the mic. <laughs> hey, kill, I've done right it. Right into the, uh, yeah. yeah. We've all done that. That's all right. Just want you to get get right for the show. Yeah. 806-855-3712. Thought maybe we had a new sound effect. No, no, that's a, a yeah, re- it was. really good yeah. text comes in and uh, yeah, there's an elephant from noise. The text, yeah. Best Super Bowl dip is baked potato dip uh or Copenhagen long cut, grande pollo. Uh 
chiming in on that one. Baked potato dip. I need a little more on that. Yeah, sounds good. I've heard of Copenhagen. Uh, Arizona versus Pittsburgh. Tennessee versus St. Louis would have been fun to see in person. Yes, they would. Yeah. Texter wants to know, okay, so how do we judge Kirby now at this moment in time? I usually judge it by height. You know? Put a letter grade on Kirby Hocutt's tenure at Texas Tech. Wow. Because there's some wild successes and there's also been some wild uh, disasters. But you know what? The biggest thing that matters in college sports right now, he's an A-plus, and that's money. That's revenue. Yeah. That's facilities. That's, I mean. Donor support. You just got a $200 million plug for the south end zone. You have the Womble under his tenure. Even with a decade of frivolity around the football program. Yeah. Texter Robert has a text here that I disagree wholeheartedly with. Uh Uh-oh. We can hire a yes man in this program. can go back uh, from whence it began. The CEOs can write a check of any amount. They can only make this job toxic. Example, Notre Dame job, late 90s to late 2000s. This job isn't toxic. This is not donors run amok. You are totally, completely devoid of any possible way to provide analysis and meaningful insight, Robert. You have read the room wrong. The job is not toxic. Keep going. The donors are not running amok here. Keep going. (laughs) There's only one toxic thing happening right now. There you go. It's not the donors. Uh, What off-season event would be the biggest sign that the Mark Adams era is crumbling? From the last off-season? From the last off-season or the one that I don't think you'll be a part of, quite frankly. Uh, this off-season would be a mass exodus of all 13 players. Yeah. That would be a, that, that would be a, that would be a red sign. flag. That would I be mean, a bad sign. You know, yeah. if I were the, uh, the assistant AD in charge of doing the old exit interviews and whatnot, yeah. that might red flag. Yeah, so, you might get USA Today yeah, USA, and uh, Jerry yeah. Epstein back in here for some <laughs> exit interview pieces. Yep. There we go. This one's long, but I think I can get through it, all right? Okay. Punctuation, people, by the way. Paragraphs and punctuation. If you're going to text me something, even via voice, give me punctuation and paragraphs. Give me a fighting chance. 1966-1967, first year of teaching, many new teachers, of which were all new coaching staff. The new coaches were thrilled about the game, had a big party with the biggest TV I'd ever seen. Turns out it was destined to become the Super Bowl. It's going on 56 years now. At that time, football was something I attended as a band member. was a fan of basketball, swim meets, and field sports. Then I spent more time making snacks than I did watching the game. I'm uh, from New Mexico, and I introduced a bunch of hillbillies to real Mexican food. So I make mini empanadas, tacos, seven-layer dip, whoa, queso, jalapeno stuff with uh, white Mexican cheese, and uh, or queso blanco, and uh, bacon-wrapped little little smoky in a blanket, refried bean dip with either fritos or tortillas, fried crispy. Bring your own beer. <sighs> Rob, do you think we could get an invite to that party that's been going on 56 years now? That's a party. That is a party. I hope they took a break. You know? Texter, why are we still having the Texas Tech doesn't have money argument in February 2023? Didn't donors just dump a bunch of cash? Again, I'll hang up and listen. Thanks, fellas. Couldn't sum it up better myself. 
Mm. Texture. And you're going to have some of this out there. 806-855-3712. So last year, Adams was the right man to counter the turncoat, known as Beard, and this year he's the GOAT, the original use of the word in sports. Man, Lubbock is fickle. Are they? Are these donors that are speaking out, are they fickle? Fans are fans. They'll love you when you're winning. If you've got one winning Big 12 play at this point, that's not fickle. That's reality. Not fickle. Yeah. Uh, Texter on Two Word Tuesday, Mark Adams, Future at Tech. Another year dips. Queso Velveeta with Rotel. I like the uh, just the straight ahead. We're not doing anything with the queso. We're just going to melt the block of cheese and put a can of Rotel in there. We're you're, that's just straight ahead. Yeah, in your face. That's how my family has done. Things. I'm not rolling anything yeah. effort wise into this. There's your melted cheese. If anyone else besides myself makes the queso, it's just Rotel and Velveeta. Yeah. I'm bougie. <laughs> no other way to say it. Well, I'm guilty as charged on the same front. <laughs> I want to go back to the fickle thing. Not Luke Fickle. Yeah, again. We'll go back to the Fickle thing. This is a nuanced conversation. If you just Very talk about so. basketball, if you're just talking about on-court success, yes, it would be Fickle to go from Sweet 16 to trying to fire a guy because he's 1-9. Mm-hmm. This has much more to do with relationships and off-the-court issues. Internal program workings. That have led to the on-court failings. Mm-hmm. It's all connected. But I, I want to get—I want to go back to get the word "fickle." Okay. And I'm speaking to the listeners right now, not you. Right. I'm speaking to the people who consider themselves fans. We're we going to talk about expectations. Oh, going to be elite. Okay. You don't owe them anything from a loyalty standpoint. Okay. You—it's—it's it's not your family. It's maybe a school you went to for a few years that you enjoyed your time. You like it's not your family. It's it's most likely not your job. The idea of fickle amuses me at times. You know what? For the most part, Texas Tech basketball is it's a restaurant. No more, no less. And if the atmosphere is good and they serve good food, you will go to the restaurant, right? Do you keep going to a restaurant when the service is bad? Do you keep going if you get food poisoning three times in a row? Do you keep going if the atmosphere is just horrible and it's completely dysfunctional? Do you? It's the same thing in in, in, in sports and in, in business like this. It's no more, no less a business. The idea of, and you know what? Colleges have perfected this. Jerry Jones perfected it in the NFL. Some, some franchises have done it. But the colleges as a whole, Rob, figured this out a long time ago. That they prey on your emotion. That they prey on your sense of obligation and loyalty. It takes a lot of chutzpah, to me, Rob, for these universities to sit there to their alums who've just spent anywhere from 40000 to $200,000 to go there right. and then come back and say, give us more money. You're not being loyal. Dude, I just gave you $50,000 for an education. Well, that's just the beginning. College is perfected. They guilt people into what that texture is texting right there, Rob. 
that that's a mind virus, that that texture, that they guilt you into thinking you're fickle. You're not. It is amazing how universities operate and prey on the human emotion that way. And I'm not saying you shouldn't donate to a school. That's not what I'm saying. That is not what I'm saying at all. But for the most part, over the last 75 years of whatever, and I'm not just talking about Texas Tech here, they've, they've made it like your obligation that there's something wrong with you if you don't fulfill your obligation to your school. It's amazing that they can do that. But like I said, there are a lot of professional teams that have done the same mind virus, Jedi mind trick, to a lot of their fans, that you've got to put up with it and you've got to take it no matter what, or you're not really a Dallas Cowboy fan. If we hire Brian Schottenheimer and you don't like it, you're not a Cowboys fan. Yeah, I didn't like it. By the way, did you appreciate the fact that I left that entire Cowboys thing on the table for you yesterday for your show? Thank you. You're welcome. We didn't even discuss it in the pre-show meeting. All right, we've got to take the time out. You guys jam up the text line, 806-855-3712. Two-word Tuesday topic, Mark Adams' future at Texas Tech. We've got the Super Bowl hype question of the day. Past Super Bowl you'd most like to have attended. What's your I was there moment? And then it's dip day on Sunday. Super Bowl, which dips will make your Super Bowl table? Store-bought or or homemade? Give us those favorite dips. Jam up the text line, 806-855-3712. Quick break. It's Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. Twelve twenty-one. You got Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro taking you till one o'clock here in the Arctic Air Studios. If your air is a little too Arctic today, you know what to do. You call the Bear. Call the Bear.com. Get that thing taken care of quickly. Going to one o'clock on ESPN nine sixty San Angelo and Lubbock Talk one hundred three point nine FM one to two Monday through Friday. It is the Rob Bro Show coming your way this afternoon as expected. Question of the day. Always talking food. Hat tip cooking channel. Best thing ever. A great show if you love food. Let's talk dips, best dips, your favorite store-bought dips, homemade dips. Give us a recipe if you've got one. What will make your or make your table this weekend for the Super Bowl? I think more so the New Year's Eve or any other time, I think Super Bowl is the day of the dip. People just cruising past, never sitting down, grab a little handful. I do appreciate the people who are somewhat civilized and do have manners. I'm not including myself among those who will get the uh, little miniature paper plate so they can put, like, five chips on it, you know, and, and do the dip that way as opposed to just doing what I typically do. Oh, well, we live in a society. Two-word Tuesday, Mark Adams' future at Texas Tech. Give us two words to describe that. And then uh, we're talking Super Bowl hype as regulated by the Federal Communications Commission. Today's question, past Super Bowl that you would have most liked to have attended, to be in attendance at. Rob, if I gave you any of the, any of the Cowboys Super Bowls, I assume you're just going to want the wins. Which uh, which of the uh, which of the Cowboys Super Bowl wins would you most like to have been at? No, I want all the losses. I, yeah, give me, give me uh, Super Bowl probably, ten again. Probably the uh, just the dominant Bills one. Just give me the just give me the beat down, uh, having a good time from the first quarter on. You're in L.A. You're at the Rose Bowl. It's a party. Yeah, yeah, we're having a good time. 
That's the Super Bowl, by the way. Don Williams had to lie his way in as a media member. That they, re- I, I can't remember the full story. I'm going to have to ask him again. It's, it would be unlike Don to not have his credential or something, but this guy refused to let him in, and Don more or less had to sneak in. I think <laughs> it's a weird, weird deal. Texters are on the text line eight zero six eight five five three seven one two. Uh, and, and by the way, of all my, of all the cowboy wins, um, I think it'd be Super Bowl twelve. I'm gonna be in New Orleans, beating on the uh, Broncos in that one. Of course, at my age at the time, Bourbon Street would have been probably a little bit lost on me. Yeah, Dad, what's up with all the beads? Keep your mouth shut, son, and don't tell your mother anything. Where you go is uh, today. Yeah, you know, yeah, to I get to go as an adult. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That would still. Hey, what's up with all the beads? Texter says the Nadalny, the Nadalny transfer was a much bigger red flag than what I realized. He was one of Adam's biggest proponents to get the job initially, then he's gone. I blame myself for not seeing it as it was. Um, you can blame yourself. I think, and I've said it repeatedly, I think we we missed, and I'm using the editorial we here, the totality of what was taking place last spring with some of the exodus. Was he one of the most... Was he a big proponent of him keeping the job? I I don't the remember him as a huge proponent. Or, I don't or either. The, he stayed. He stayed. But he also was on the fence for like a month yeah. and was the last one to recommit. Yeah? That seems right. Kevin McCuller was the biggest red flag that nobody wanted to talk about because he went to Kansas. And we're all just too mad about him going to Kansas to not see that the Red Raider for life got burnt out as a Red Raider because of the culture here. Mm -hmm. And we all just wanted to call him selfish. Right. But maybe there was more to it. Well, we all wanted to look at Terrence Shannon Jr. and go, well, this is a guy who needs to display more of an NBA-style offensive set. I still think that. And he's proving it. probably... And he's More going for eighteen to six, yeah. eighteen and six in in Illinois. Yeah, on a good team. Yeah. Texture, but, oh, but Nadoni, I've reached out to ask the situation on Nadoni leaving because mm. I don't know it. But from what I can gather, he wasn't really invited back, or wasn't promised a bigger role, or. Whatever else. And as long as we're talking about red flags, Malik Wilson, who was a great defender last year, left to go transfer for a second straight season and is sitting out a transfer rule. To get out. He left to go sit somewhere just to get out. And we're talking about this is a healthy culture and, and hey, we went to a Sweet 16, so everything's fine. Being fickle. I also think, and I'm talking about me again in in trying to read the room, that I put a lot of it into the context of, well, this is just the new normal in college basketball. Certainly. That this is just the way, this way it is everywhere, right? This is the way it's going to be every. Well, turns out it's not completely. Texter on the text line, say the news came out today Adams was gone. Who would be uh, on uh, your top three coaches list right now? I couldn't give you some names, and it doesn't really matter. But I'm looking for a coach with head coaching experience at the D1 level in a power conference. Uh, I'm not, age is not really that much of a consideration to me. It's the experience. 
Um, I would like a more up tempo offense. Yeah. That you can still play, you can play defense and still score more than sixty-two points a game. It, it it can be done. That it's possible to do that in college basketball. That I would have that I would have more of a criteria set than just a name set, right? Right. Again, the job would be so attractive that you would be blown away by who would be applying. Allegedly, there were some large names uh, when Beard left. Yeah, allegedly that called. That reached out. They just didn't call the search committee. Remember, you had the search committee that was going to do all that stuff. No, they did. And then they just came back and said, well, thanks for the money. We do appreciate the money you paid us to do this. Hey, you can just hire that guy. Everybody will be happy. If you pay the next guy who's proven in a power conference what you were paying Chris Beard, you could get damn near anybody in the country. Yeah. If you offer what you're paying Mark Adams, it will be a much smaller list that you're working from. I will say that. Yeah. If you offer what you were paying Chris Beard, and that's not really how Texas Tech operates. You have to win here first to get paid here. Right. But if you if you open up and say, All right, we're gonna go get the best of the best, you can be competitive with most programs and what they're paying. Agreed. Bottom of the hour break, 806-855-3712. Get on that text line. Super Bowl hype. Past Super Bowl you'd most like to have attended. Which one would that be for you? Two Word Tuesday, Mark Adams' future at Texas Tech. Give us two words to describe that. And then uh, we have dip day. Best thing ever ate. We're talking dips. Super Bowl dips. What's going to be on your table? Homemade, give us a recipe. Store-bought, give us your favorite ones. 806-855-3712. Quick bottom of the hour break. It's Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. Twelve thirty-five. You got Ryan Hyatt's Raider Land featuring Rob Bro coming to you from the Arctic Air Studios till one o'clock today. Then it's the Rob Bro Show from one to two, right here on Talk One Hundred Three Point Nine FM News, Money Sports, and the Hubaplex. You're listening in in San Angelo on ESPN nine sixty. Question of the day: Always food on Tuesday's Hat Tip Cooking Channel. Best thing I ever ate. Great show. Uh, let's talk dips for Sunday Super Bowl. What's going to make your table? What makes the cut? Do you go crazy on the dips? Do you make your own store-bought, your favorite ones? What do you got for us today? 806-855-3712. We also uh, have Super Bowl hype, official question. Give us the past Super Bowl that you most would have liked to have been at. That if you could time travel, go back to any one of the uh, previous uh, Super Bowls, which one would you have wanted to be at and why? Obviously, maybe you've got a favorite team. You'd want to see one of those. Maybe it's just uh, cool, historical, meaningful Super Bowl, you tell us today. 806-855-3712. It's two-word Tuesday. Today's topic, Texas Tech men's basketball coach Mark Adams. Mark Adams' future at Texas Tech. You give us that today. Can Adams survive all that is going on right now, including apparently uh, getting sideways with a lot of the major donors, particularly to the basketball program? So. Look at your crystal ball. If you don't have one, get one. Highly recommended. 806-855-3712. 
Texture says, uh, basic dips, French onion tubs and making my own fresh guacamole with spices. Chips must be fresh, bought, of course. Frito-Lay, spicy bean dip with Frito dip style chips. I want to go back to the chips, man. Um, see, we've got a problem in my household. I love Market Street's uh, chips that they make, that they put the little salt and spice on it. Yeah, the deli chips. So good. As good as any chip you'll ever have. Yes. Big my, fan. My wife is anti-seasoning of any kind on the what? chips. Yep. Why? Well, I mean, salt. No salt, no seasoning. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Just wants a straight tortilla chip. No salt on the chip? Would prefer not. A little bit would be okay, but not much. You can't put enough. I, I You can't put enough of I mean, that stuff on mine. Salted. I know. Okay. But just not the heavy salting. So season. she's like uh, the Santina, yeah, lightly salted. Exactly. Okay. Wheelhouse right uh, there. I don't know about that. Yeah. Texter texting in on the text line, 806-855-3712. I watched the Kansas-Texas game. Texas Tech doesn't have those type of players. Tech needs to get physically tougher. Uh, when Texas Tech played Kansas in Lubbock this year, uh, did Kansas win by 20 or 30 points? I can't remember. How much was it? Uh, what was the blowout? Three. They won- they went by three? Yeah. In in love. That can't be possible. Yeah. Uh down there in Austin. Uh Texas Tech got blown up by thirty five. Yeah. Yeah, minus thirty two, I think. Okay. Or was it a two point game? Minus thirty-three? <sighs> or did they stretch it out at the end? Yeah. I think Texas Tech has good players. I think they have some tough players. I think they have players that don't fit well together and work well together on the floor. And I question at times utilization and uh, many other aspects of it. But to say that you don't have quality players, I'm not buying that. Yeah, me neither. Not buying that. Physically tougher. I'm not buying that one. I mean, you're, you're again, you can have, though, a collection of players that check both those things, I'm just saying, that don't play and match well together. That a roster can be ill-constructed and non-complementing uh, and certainly – Perhaps one that uh, the strong suits maybe of the players don't fit in with whatever it is you're trying to do. Now, that that's a different animal completely, but not buying the you don't have talent, you don't have uh, players to hang with those people. 806-855-3712. We'll get you in on the text line. Again, you got to use the 806. It goes to the angry man in Florida. We, uh, we can't have uh, that happening. That's just unacceptable. We can't have that because then we get griped at. So please put the 806 on there when you text in. Uh, it's Dip Talk Day. It's Super Bowl hype. Past Super Bowls you'd most like to attend. Men's basketball on your mind. Two-word Tuesday topic. Mark Adams' future at Texas Tech. Uh, and then there there are a few other things that I'm kind of hoping to get to today. Did you, uh, and I know you didn't, we, we've been talking a lot uh, lately about Tony Romo, right? Yeah, we have. And how he uh, basically stinks now as a broadcaster. I've heard that. Well, he's he's responded to critics. Oh, no. Yep. Just leave it alone, Tony. He has responded to the recent broadcast criticism. Okay. And what's, he, what's he saying? Well, if I could get the computer to queue up the story, I would uh, give he's you some. trying to give you some time there. Yeah, thank you. Got any songs in mind? Just to go ahead and play those. Uh, this is an outkick.com uh, story here. Uh during his first few seasons in the CBS booth, the majority of NFL fans out there would agree that Tony Romo was excellent 
He and Jim Nance had a great cadence. They didn't step on one another's toes, and the former Cowboy offered new, refreshing insight. Fast forward to this season, his fifth. And Romo is no longer the new guy. NFL fans have gotten used to him, his breakdown of plays, and even his mannerisms and catchphrases. And other friends, in other words, NFL fans have gotten tired of hearing Romo and have voiced their criticism about his time in the booth this past season. It's not just fans, though. CBS has noticed a bit of a slip from Romo during the games as well. Uh, So Romo... Now, here's the breaking news. He made these comments uh, to Bro Bible. You familiar with Bro Bible? I've heard of it. All right. Says you got to stay true to who you are. You can't please everyone. I know that because the number of people who come up to me has quadrupled since the first two or three years. Thing is, the people who really love you aren't going to keep going out of their way to say, I love you. They're not going to keep tweeting, he's the best every week, right? So that goes away, and then you hear more negative stuff. But that's just noise. At the end of the day, my goal is to just is just for the viewer at home to really feel the game. Uh, yeah. You keep thinking that way. Feel the game. Keep thinking that way, Tony. You know, because a lot of people kept going up to John Madden over the years and saying, golly, I really love how you call a game. Man, you are right. fantastic. Yeah. A lot, of, a lot of people, you know, with announcers they like, and it's really funny, they uh, do say, wow, I really like this guy. Bless his heart. But when you got Romo money, you can live in the cocoon, you can right. live in the bubble, and yeah. it don't matter. That criticism, it don't matter to him. He don't care. Texter on Two Word Tuesday, didn't work. Another texter on... Uh, Two-word Tuesday, uh, related to Mark Adams. Stormy weather, yeah. It's vastly interesting, isn't it, how uh, how much things can change in a year, but things do change. Right. Things change for fundamental reasons often. And you have to look at the fundamental reasons, and you have to be willing to attack those, address those, and uh, do or say what needs to be necessary for different things to happen. Uh, Another thing that... uh, I wanted to make sure we, I just mentioned it. Tech baseball starts next Friday. That's crazy. And they have moved up the time because they know we can't wait, so they moved up the start times an hour to 1 o'clock. All three of them, huh? Yeah. I think one of them, uh, I'm I'm pretty sure Gonzaga, probably on getaway day. This is future Big 12 school Future Big 12 Gonzaga. Basketball only. Of course. Uh, Just dipping their toes. Yeah, just 10 days away. Uh, and I don't know, I saw it on Twitter this morning, uh, Tech Baseball tweeted out their first team picture, but it was just the dudes hanging out at somebody's really nice pool. And I'm hoping it wasn't taken like last night, because it would have been a little chilly. Yeah. Surely that was... Surely it was uh, the night before. Yeah. Or the day before, maybe earlier or Saturday in the day. or something like that. But, uh, man, ready for it. This may end up being, one because of the way men's basketball is going, certainly not the Lady Raiders. They've got a great opportunity coming up against Texas. Uh and it's just natural. It feeds off it. When one season is stinking, you can't wait, you know, till the next one. The frustrations of the Wells era. How many times did we sit here on these airwaves and people were like, I can't wait till basketball. When does basketball start? What day does basketball get going? And now it's, hey, uh, when does baseball start? I assume until baseball gets going. A lot of pressure putting on uh, Tim Tadlock now, you know, because for a couple of years there, Tadlock had to love the environment in this market. It was great. Right. Because basketball was making deep runs into March, obviously in April one time. 
that basketball was going pretty good. It was commanding attention, and that was allowing him to kind of build his teams, you know, go get through some of the non-conference stuff. And now there's still always football guy out there who overreacts to everything. And I can't wait for football guy next weekend. Right. There'll be something. I don't know. I hope they sweep Gonzaga, but you know, if they don't, they uh, do an Oregon. You know, what was it? Uh, yeah, it was Oregon yeah. that year. Who was it that couldn't literally get out of the first inning? Was that Hunter Dobbins? Was that who? Who? Maybe so. Or no, maybe it was somebody even before. Who? Who? Who was one of the first Arkansas transfers? That was him. That was him. That I think was it was Bryce Bonin. Bryce, maybe. Yeah, it was maybe it was Bryce Bonin. Yeah, that could not survive day yes. one. Yeah, it re- I and think it was it all was, over. Yeah. It was. It the season was done. He was toast. He wasn't going to amount to anything. Yeah. He was like a fifth round pick, maybe. Yeah, he was really good. Something though. like that. Yeah. So yeah, football guy will make his appearance next weekend. I have no doubt, in some form or fashion. But yeah, now now the pressure's on uh, Dadlock to sit there and hit the ground running to give the uh, Tech fans something to uh, bide their time with as this uh, slow slog through the Big Twelve. Uh, continues on uh, for men's basketball, which I, you know, and obviously Oklahoma State tomorrow in that game. We haven't really talked about the game much. We talked more about the future of Mark Adams and what's going on there within the program. I I couldn't tell you what they're going to do against Oklahoma State. That I said what happened in in Waco wasn't a step back necessarily. It's just kind of who you've been and who you are and. Rob, you did a great job of detailing how Baylor may be the worst matchup in the Big 12 for Texas Tech. Tough. It really is tough. That no other team in the league does what they do the way they do it uh, against your not strong suits if you're Texas Tech. Right. That Baylor just may be that team. So, you know, who knows what we will see uh, when they when they hit the court there tomorrow night uh, in Stillwater. I could see anything from a, a close loss Hell, I could see him win, Rob. I'd be, I'd be surprised. I'd be surprised to see him win I, because but, it's on the road. Yeah, yeah. Just mainly because it's on the road. Yeah. I don't know. Also, internally, what that loss did at Waco, that there was still that faint hope after you'd won two games. Very faint hope, in my opinion. But there was still that faint hope that hey, yeah, got some things figured out. Moving forward, you're feeling good. The food's tasting better again, and then wham, you're 89-62 right out of the door, and you you kind of feel like okay, was that? And if they could compartmentalize it, great, right? But was that the one that now all of a sudden it becomes a huge snowball that you that internally you're just looking at it? And I've been around teams, I've been around programs, I've been around. That people say, "Hey, the, nobody wants to win worse than the than the players and the coaches." That's BS, right? That's absolute BS. That there are times when everybody just wants it over, that it wants it done. And I don't know if if that team is at that point. I hope not. I hope not. But the not the quick turnaround, but the turnaround you get on the plane today, you go to Stillwater, and you're just still going. Man, we're a one win team in Big Twelve. So we'll see. That that emotional factor now, I think, is as big as anything going on around this program. 806-855-3712. Got to take our final time out of the day. You guys jam up the text line. Super Bowl hype. Give us the past Super Bowl you would most like to have attended. Two-word Tuesday topic is Mark Adams' future at Texas Tech. And then 
Uh, Hat Tip Cooking Channel, best thing I ever ate. We're talking dips today. The day of the dip on Super Bowl Sunday. What will make it to your table? Your favorite store-bought dips? Homemade dips? Give us a recipe or two. we got plenty of time. 806-855-3712, the text line. Quick break. We're going to finish up the day strong. It's Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. Final segment of the day, Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro here in the Arctic Air Studios as you listen in in San Angelo on ESPN 960. Hi there, Concho Valley. A massive booming signal there on 960 that uh, I love hearing from folks who listen uh, up and down the uh, interstates and uh, all, all around that part of the world. Talk 103.9 FM here in the Hub of Plex. We go till 1. Rob Bro takes over 1 to 2. You can text in 806-855-3712. Two word Tuesday topic, Mark Adams' future at Tech. And then uh, we have the uh, Super Bowl hype question. Past Super Bowl you'd most like to have attended, what would be your I was there moment if uh, if you were going to do that? Uh, and then finally, it's dip day. Well, actually, it's dip day Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday. Give us your favorite dips from store-bought to uh, homemade recipes. If you got them, let us know what's going to make your table. 806-855-3712. Texter, uh, Super Bowl time travel, Cowboys win over Steelers in 95. Uh, boys roster, the triplets uh, in prime time on defense and occasionally getting a pass route on offense. Still waiting for Dallas recovery from Jerry Jones meddling. And uh, Texter says, great show, like usual, thanks. And we say, like usual, thank you. You guys make the show great. That y'all, we're nothing, man. It's just me and Rob hanging out. We could do that at the house. Uh, it's more fun to come in here and... Spend it with several thousand of our closest friends that are uh, scattered around uh, parts known and unknown. But I do say, uh, and we probably don't say it enough, thank you for the text messages. Thank you for the interaction. Thank you for taking a moment. Uh, the old bromide used to be less than 1% of all listeners to any program ever attempt to contact the program. I don't know if that's true anymore. That was back in the days more of, call-in type formats where it was a caller, caller-oriented, caller-driven type show. But it's still, I think, incredibly low, even with uh, what has now become the ubiquitous text message, uh, email types, social media interaction, all of that. Bottom line, though, this show, these shows are, are driven in part, if not, if not wholly, but driven in part, a large part, by your willingness to engage in conversation with us. So I, th- I say thank you. Not just to that texture, but to everybody. And if you've never texted in, that's fine. It's okay. You can listen. It's not mandatory. No. I mean, you can just text in right now. I never text in. 806-855-3712. Yeah, just text in. I never text in. I know a lot of people that uh, will text me later and be like, hey, this on the show earlier. Yeah. Like, oh, I didn't know you listened. Yeah. And then other friends I've had for decades will ask me, uh, what station on? So, so what are you doing these days? <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll get that. Oh, you're so still, you're doing radio? You're still on the radio? Uh, yeah, yeah, I have been working on marketing. Same, same hour. Yeah, yeah. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Well, that's good. Tell Don hi. We've had this conversation seven times. <laughs> that's I. I mean, years after Williams Hyatt was over. Yeah, I heard you the other day. I'm like, you did. <laughs> That was an impressive 
broadcast, I guess, that just kept on going. Serious, I had a guy. Podcast. Yeah, I heard you the other day, man. Where's Don? <laughs> okay. Uh, Texter. Uh, let's see. Uh, got to church up that cheese dip. Can't just add Rotel. Got to add some hickory sausage and some milk for better consistency. Unless you think... Uh, <laughs> Uh, going to the bathroom is a waste of time. If so, carry on. Uh, the the milk. Okay, wow, we can get in the differences between a queso and a cheese sauce. You know where where you're going to do yeah. a double, maybe like a double boiler type deal, and you beer. are you're, you're going to do the beer. You're going to put in maybe some milk if you want to do that, and you're doing shredded cheese, beer, beer and milk. Whatever. I'm just. I'm not saying both. I'm gotcha. just saying. There are different ways to add. You're talking like a bechamel. Right, right. Okay. The, the, we're not making this in a crock pot. We're making this in a pot on the stove. Right. That we're going to introduce maybe a three-cheese blend of shredded cheeses that we want to add to yeah. that. Um, I have seen people even even do just a little bit of crema. Uh, my queso is done in the microwave. I don't know what you're talking about with all these fancy things. Well, it's the difference between, like I say, the difference between what it calls just a queso, right. which is probably going to be for a lot of people a crock pot. And there's nothing wrong with that. I did that all the time. It's been years since I really did any sort of like a cheese though. sauce, you know, that you would. This is beer and cheese. Yeah. That's all you need. And pretzels. Yeah. The pretzels are for dipping. What's your uh, What's your beer for uh, for a cheese sauce? Ziggenbach. The quality Texas beer. I like the a little more rich flavor. You ever uh, tried it with a, a beta Turbo Dog from out of New Orleans? No. I like it to have a bold. Yeah. It's got to have a little bit of something going on. That's why a lot of these breweries, uh, you know, the microbreweries in different places, they they have some amazing cheese sauce uh, and cheese recipes. Yeah. Back in college, we just put pearl beer and everything. (laughs) (laughs) Eggs. Yeah, there's a little pearl. That'll work. That'll get us through the day. All right. The Rob Bro Show is coming up. 806-855-3712 for you to text in. We'll be back with you tomorrow on Bandwagon Wednesday. I'll be with you tonight around 6.30ish on the daily broadcast. So follow me on Twitter, at Ryan Hyatt Media. That's at Ryan Hyatt Media. Rob, I'm Ryan. We'll see you Wednesday in Raiderland. Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland, a presentation of the Texas Townsquare Media Network.